everyone. Welcome to Your Life Rocks, the podcast that equips working Christian moms to create balance, clear chaos, and reach your goals in all areas of life. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, your host and fellow working mom. I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. You know, today's episode, well, it's a little bit different, (laughs) just like every week is. However, you know, sometimes we have the best laid plans and they just don't always work out. I had an amazing guest who was supposed to be coming on and sharing some great information with you, but she had a family emergency and so she couldn't record today. (laughs) So... I decided I would go into our Facebook group and just see what everyone wanted to hear on the podcast this week. And a resounding response came back that everyone was wanting to learn about time management. So we're going to be talking a little bit about time management. Now, time management is one of those big, broad topics that really we could talk endlessly about and it could I, I could do an entire podcast of nothing but episodes on time management and still probably not cover everything. So as coincidence would have it, this morning on one of my coaching calls with one of my clients, we were talking about time management. More importantly, we were talking about boundaries around time management, around her intentions that she had with her time, and how she could really protect that from outside influences. So that's what we're going to talk about on this episode. I'm going to share with you some strategies on how you can protect your time, whether it's your work time, whether it's your family time, time that you're focused on your health or with friends. You know, we all have these best laid plans, best of intentions, but we've all been there before where we get a phone call and our plans have to change. Or like today, we get a message where our guest is not available, so we have to come up with a podcast, right? And that is part of life. It's just life. That doesn't mean we don't plan and that doesn't mean we don't start with really strong intentions for our time, but it just means we have to ebb and flow. So we're going to talk about that topic today, but before we get into all of that good stuff, I want to welcome you to the show. If this is your very first time that you have found this podcast, welcome. Like I said before, this show is for working Christian moms. At Your Life Rocks, we believe life balance is possible. In fact, we believe it's biblical. And in the last two episodes, I kind of broke it down a little bit as far as what I mean by that. So I hope that you go back and you listen to those podcast episodes. Now, typically, we will have either just myself on sharing some tips and tricks to help you create more balance in your life, or we'll have guests in one of eight areas of life because that's how we define life balance here at Your Life Rocks. We define balance by setting and moving towards goals in eight different areas of your life. So we might have guests on that are talking about health or marriage or your career or your finances or your home or your faith, friends, fun, all of those great things. Or you might just get me talking about life balance stuff, talking about real mom stuff, talking about work stuff, because let's face it, it's our life as working moms. We have all of these different parts of us and it's our goal to help you grow in all of those areas. Everything you'll find on this podcast, even if we're talking about health or finances, marriage, it'll all come through that Christian perspective. And with the understanding that we're working moms, we are not stay-at-home moms, we're not people, women without kids, right? We have a lot to balance and it's a little bit different for us sometimes. I myself have been a working mom my entire motherhood. I think there's been like a couple stints where I did not work and those stints were very short, just a couple months. God wired me the way he wired me. And I am a worker bee. And my husband and I were having this conversation just the other night. And he said, I said something about 
not thinking I could ever really be a, a true stay-at-home mom. Like even if I tried, I would find other things to do because that's always been my case. Like whenever I have stayed home for a couple months, I always found other things to do, whether it's volunteering at the church or doing other things, but it's always filled up my time. And he said, honey, I knew that when I married you that I was never going to have a housewife. I was never going to have a stay-at-home mom who was going to raise our kids. Now, we have role reversal where my husband actually has stayed at home the majority of the lifespan of our kids, and I was the primary breadwinner, which is very odd, especially for our generation. We're in our late 30s. Uh, My husband is turning 40 this year. So, you know, it's different for our generation to have a role reversal. I think it's more and more common now with younger couples, um, but certainly for us, it's not been normal by any means, but it's what has worked for our family. Now, right now we're in a new season where my husband is working and I am working and it's a little bit chaotic and crazy, but we love it that way. And I'll tell you, Life balance strategies, they really, really help in this season where we're both working. Neither one of us are the primary parent 100% of the time. We're kind of always sharing that shift. Now with it being summertime and the fact that I work part-time from home, part-time from an office, um, it certainly is a little bit different working at home and having the kids here. That's a new thing for me. So that's what I'm working through right now. You can pray for me to have some grace and some patience around that because I've never had that before. Um, and thank goodness my kids are a little bit older, right? So they can go off and do some of their own things while I work, which is amazing. God is good. Now, I will say, if you are a returning listener, welcome back. I'm so glad that you chose to hang out with us today. I know you could listen to a bazillion different podcasts or audiobooks or even just the music while you're driving to work or working out or cleaning your house, whatever it is that you're doing while you're listening to this podcast. But I just want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. And if you're not yet hanging out with us in our Facebook group, I hope that you do because that is where today's content came from, was from the feedback from that group. We're always doing a lot of fun things in there, um, supporting each other, praying for each other. It's a great place to offer suggestions, get suggestions, advice from other working moms um, that get you. So you can find us by going to yourliferocks.com and click on the community button, or you can just search Your Life Rocks on Facebook and you can find our group that way as well. Now today's episode will be a little bit shorter because I am doing a live training in our Life Balance membership group in about 30 minutes. So I need to make sure that I am in and prepared for that training, which is all about making sure that your kids are on a set schedule for summertime and what that looks like for every stage of life and what you can do as a mom to really guide that. And Life Balance Membership is our sponsor for this podcast. So I hope that you check that out. You can go to lifebalancemembership.com. It is a one-stop shop for working Christian moms to get support that you need in every area of your life. Plus, it is home of our Life Balance course, our digital Life Balance planner. Members get 20% off of our physical Life Balance planner. And there's just so many other cool things in there. So I hope that you go and check that out. Alrighty, now diving into this topic of time management and more specifically, protecting your time because that is really the key. Like I said in the very beginning, I highly encourage you to be very intentional about your time. I highly encourage you to block time on your calendar to take care of all areas of your life, whether it's stuff that you do weekly, whether it's stuff that you do every single day, it's up to us to protect our time. Because no one's going to value our time unless we value our time. So I want you to think about where this might be coming up for you. Maybe it is your work. Maybe it's coming up for you um, with your home life. You know, sometimes we have these grand plans of what we want to do after work or before work or morning routines. 
and then our kids want something or our husband wants something or the neighbors stop by or who knows, a bazillion different things that can happen, right? And it throws us off of our schedule. And if you're anything like me, if I have intention and I have a plan and someone else tries to interrupt that, it is like an instant bad mood. (laughs) I can get so frustrated so easy. But at the same time, we have to look at our own personal ownership over that because we can decide to hold that boundary or to flex that boundary. And when we're setting that boundary, we decide, are we keeping that to ourselves or more importantly, are we communicating that boundary to other people? And when we talk about boundaries, sometimes it can sound like a really cold thing. It can sound like something that's kind of stuffy. And we don't necessarily think about those types of verbiage when we're talking about our kids or our spouse or our friends or our family. We can think about boundaries when we're in work or even sometimes our friendships, we might have different boundaries with what we share with certain friends or not with friends. But I want you to really adopt that word as part of your calendar management, as part of your time management system, whatever it is that you're using, but know that you have to have some healthy boundaries with your time. All right, so I want you to think about where your time is most interrupted. So once you have it figured out where it is that you are finding that interruption, I want you to then think about what your intent is for that time. So if it is work or if it's home life, if it's having to do with your health, like say you have a scheduled workout time and it's always being interrupted, I want you to think about the intent, why that's even part of your calendar, why it's something that you want to achieve. Because it could be something really important, like working out. There's so many benefits to working out and having that time for your health, right? We already know that's a pretty solid why. But there's a lot of other things that go into that. So think about why that's protected time on your calendar, why it's so important to you that that thing gets done. Because if we're honest, sometimes we can just fill up our calendar with things that don't really matter. And then we convince ourselves that it does matter when it just doesn't. And so when it gets interrupted, then we still get hurt the same way as if it was something that mattered because we've convinced ourselves that it does. Yet we can all be so guilty of filling up our calendar because that's how we feel most productive. Sometimes that's how we feel important. And so once we've identified that area, we have to look at why it's important for us that that time stays protected. And it just reinforces it for us because you're going to have to probably have some tougher conversations with yourself and with others around protecting that time. And if it's not that important to you, then those conversations are going to be that much harder. But if it is something that's truly important to you and you can explain why it's important to you, then other people around you will get it and they will honor that. Now that brings us to, now you would think the next step would be communicating those boundaries, but there's one thing I want you to look at before we get there and we will get there and I will walk you through some strategies on how to have that conversation. But before we get there, I just want you to look at other possibilities. You know, sometimes we can have such fixed thinking and the way that we're looking at our calendar or thinking about the way that things need to get done. And the truth is, like I said before, you are 100% responsible. You have 100% ownership over your time. You might say, nope, my boss has this time, my kids have this time, but at the end of the day, you own your time. You choose to go to work. You made the choice to have those kids and to train them in the way that they are. So ultimately, your day belongs to you 100%. And you might argue with me on that, but truthfully, it's your day. It's your time. And yes, there are things that need to get done because you are a responsible woman and you're an amazing woman with a full life who have a lot of responsibilities and you're capable of doing a lot. So you've piled a lot into your life. Kids, work, friendships, relationships, all kinds of great things. 
but you have that flexibility to move some things around. Now, some of them are gonna be easier to move around than others. For example, your work schedule might be pretty well fixed, but within your work schedule, is there any flexibility? Or could you even talk to your boss about creating some extra flexibility within your schedule? Maybe coming in earlier, leaving later, working from home some days of the week. I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can do to create more flexibility in your schedule. But let's just say, for example, that your work calendar is fixed. So within that work calendar, what can you move around, flex around, so that you can have that uninterrupted time that needs to be protected? And how much time do you really need that needs to be protected in your workday? And this allows you to then start to think about when is the best time to have that. You can think about when you want it, but you also want to think about when it's going to be best for everybody else. So for example, if you choose not to take a lunch break and a lot of other people do, maybe that is your uninterrupted time where you plan the things that cannot be interrupted, the projects that you really want to get done, you schedule while other people are having lunch. Maybe you choose to have your lunch at a time when everyone's in the office and you choose to work when everyone's at lunch. You know your office best. You know kind of the ebbs and flows of the energy and what people are doing at different times. So find the time that's going to make the most amount of sense for everybody, including you, to have that focused work time that's uninterrupted. Because honestly, sometimes we know we need to have that time, but we don't set that time aside on our calendar. So we just kind of start diving into that work whenever And then interruptions happen and the chaos ensues. So let's just be very intentional about when it is that you're going to have the time. Now that's work. Let's talk about home stuff, right? So maybe it's a solid morning routine. Now this is a perfect example. I love my morning routine. I love quiet in the morning. I love being by myself in the morning. I love being able just to talk to God, to reflect, to plan, to think, to read, to write. It is sacred time for me. And I'm used to waking up pretty darn early to get that time. Now, the problem is in summertime, because the sun is up earlier, for whatever reason, my husband is up earlier, which means he's interrupting my morning time. (laughs) My sacred, precious morning routine time is not as amazing when my husband's sitting there trying to watch TV or watch uh, the news on his phone and wanting to talk about the things that he's learning from the news. It's very frustrating and it can really set a wrench in my whole entire day because like I said, if you interrupt my time that I am intentional about and I'm so like hungry for that time and I want to get things done, if you interrupt that, I will be in a bad mood. I don't want to be in a bad mood, but I just, I am. I will be in a bad mood and I don't want to start my day off that way. So looking at that example, I've identified it, looking at why it's important to me to have that time, to be able to process things, to set my day up right. I know why I need to have that, but can I be flexible with it? Well, I can't really be flexible about when my day starts. I mean, I could wake up at three o'clock in the morning and hope, hope that he doesn't wake up in the morning that early, but I might be making some noises and then he might wake up and then I'm up at three o'clock for no reason. But maybe I can be flexible about some other things, like where I have my quiet time. If he wants to have his morning time out in the living room, maybe I need to have mine in the bedroom. Or if he wants to be in the bedroom, maybe I need to be out in the living room and be flexible on my location. And of course, communication with my husband on this topic is super important. And we will get to the communication piece. But first, I just want to make sure we don't miss this piece of setting that foundation of scheduling that time on our calendar and really looking at our flexibility and when we can be intentional about having that time. Same thing goes with working out. You know, sometimes we can have the best intentions of working out, 
but then something happens and our workout time is no longer protected. It got interrupted. Now, a lot of times subconsciously, when it comes to things that are more lifestyle changes like working out, we can be letting those things that pop up take over that time when they don't need to take over that time. It's our own way of procrastinating or avoiding that issue. So one, you have to look at your heart and see if that's the case. But two, look at your flexibility. If your plan is to work out after work every single day, but every single day that time keeps getting interrupted with either your husband needing you home sooner, something going on with the kids, or you having to work late, maybe you need to be flexible and move that workout time to another time in the day like right before bed or in the morning before work or during your lunch hour, maybe that's the key is being flexible about when you can have that time. So now once we've identified the time, we identified why it's important for us to have that protected time, whether it's work or home or whatever, and we've looked at other options of finding a solution of when we could have that interrupted time, when we want to have that in our day where it fits in our day, where it makes most amount of sense in our day. Now once you have that very clear, on when you need to have that protected time. And let me just be clear, because this came up on my coaching call this morning with my client. Doesn't have to be the same every single week or even every single day. It can have a little bit of flexibility, but you just need to be intentional about where it's gonna land. So if it's gonna change every week, just be intentional about where it lands every single week. Don't let it be willy-nilly and just go with the flow. This is protected time. We need to be able to put borders and perimeters around this protected time. So now once you have all of those steps done, now it's time to communicate that. Now is the time to have some of those tougher conversations with some of the people that might be interrupting that time. And ladies, I wish I could just say, this is the script, write this down and repeat after me and say this to the people in your life, but it's gonna be different for everybody. What you say to your kids is gonna be different than what you say to your husband. It's gonna be different than what you say to your boss or your coworkers or the employees that work for you. But regardless of who it is that you need to have these conversations with, I think it's important that you set up the seriousness of this discussion because it sets the tone for the boundaries that you want them to hold and you want yourself to hold going forward. So if it's just something that you kind of say in passing, like, oh, hey, by the way, then that's the same attitude and the same amount of energy that they will protect that time that you're telling them that you need to protect. It's going to be, oh, hey, by the way, it's going to be very casual, which means I don't really have to take this seriously. Whereas if you say, hey, I need to talk to you about something. Is now a good time? Great. Let's chat. And then you just explain it to them. Like, this is my intention. This is what's been happening. This is what I need going forward. This is what I'm willing to do. And this is what I need you to do. Now, and let's just be real. These conversations sometimes are pretty easy. Sometimes they are very difficult, very uncomfortable to have, especially if you have been a doormat with some people and letting them walk all over you with no boundaries. But I promise you, it is worth it. It is worth it to have these conversations because when you have these conversations, then when you need to protect your boundaries going forward, you can say, I would love to help you do that. However, remember the conversation we had? This is my protected work time and I need to protect this work time. So oftentimes I do this with my kids. Remember, mommy has to work right now. I can't necessarily help you do that. However, I can help you do that in the future. Remember when mommy told you what the timeline was for the day? Remember when mommy told you when I'm working? Or like for example, if this has come up before with my husband where I've had to say, hey, that's actually during my protected time. Is it okay if I do that later? 
That way I'm reminding him, but I'm still being of service because I still want to be able to serve my husband. I still want to be able to help him and be that support. And I've used that same dialogue before with my boss because of course we don't want to be disrespectful to our bosses, but we need to be reminding them because it's our schedule. We can't hope and pray that someone else is going to protect that schedule for us. We All we have to do is set that communicate that, and then remind people it's our responsibility to hold those boundaries. It's our responsibility to protect that time. Nobody else's. When we're having that courageous conversation and laying it out like this is my protected time, it's basically just letting them know if you come across this line, I will have to have a conversation with you again. I'm letting you know I'm protecting this time. And on a final note for this topic, I would just encourage you to give grace both for yourself and for others. If you're trying to hold this boundary and something comes up and you don't hold the boundary, give yourself some grace. It's okay. It's a learning process. It's never going to be perfect right from the beginning. So just like you were reminding other people, you just need to remind yourself. And so maybe you need to write that inside your planner or set a reminder before that time is going to happen. And you just mark it in your calendar, protected time. You set up a reminder, protect your time. And then that same breath, give grace to the people around you. Because again, it's your schedule. It's not their schedule. They will forget that it's your protected time. So don't get mad at them if they interrupt. You can find some friendly, clever ways just to remind them and then go right back. But do not let them encourage you to let that boundary fade, to let that boundary bend. It is there for a reason. And that's why we did the first few steps to think about why it's important for you. And at the end of the day, it really all boils down to respect. And the respect starts with yourself. Number one, respecting yourself to put things on your calendar that are meaningful, that are intentional, that are there that need to get done, that fuel you up. But then having enough respect for yourself to protect that time. Because if you start to respect yourself and you start to respect your time, other people will start to respect your time. So respect yourself, respect your goals, respect your calendar. I hope that this was helpful for you in this unplanned podcast topic. And like I said, this is a topic that was voted upon in our community. And it just so happened to be that I was helping one of my coaching clients through this very thing today. So if you're someone who is looking for a coach, whether it's a life coach to help you find and create more balance, or you're looking for a business coach, really that's what I'm certified in is business coaching specifically for direct sellers, network marketers. That's what my entire career has been built on in the corporate side of that industry. However, I've taken that same skill set and now offer Christian life coaching as well. So if you are looking for a coach, I would love to schedule a free 30-minute call with you to see if we might be a good fit to work together. You can get more information on that by visiting my website at yourliferocks.com or you can shoot me over an email, jenny at yourliferocks.com. And again, this podcast is sponsored by Life Balance Membership. Life Balance Membership is the place for working Christian moms to get all of the resources to create more balance, clear the chaos, and reach goals in all areas of your life. Not only is it the home of our flagship course, Life Balance, but we also have a ton of other great resources in the membership as well. An incredible community of working moms, which I'm about to go and do a live training in our community right now on summer schedules for your kids. And right now we just kicked off our summer Bible study inside of our membership. We would love to have you join us and you can join by going to lifebalancemembership.com and you can start your free seven day trial of the membership. 
I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And until next week, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.